Hi, everybody, and welcome to Vanderpump Rules Party. I'm Holly Borges. Sarah C. And welcome back. What's going on? Oh, I don't know. I finished my Randall Marathon. Oh, yes. And how are you feeling after that? I mean, it feels like it just hit me, but now that I look at it, it was several days ago, and it's still kind of having an after effect, a little PTSD. Oh, wow. Did you get to watch any of them yet? No, not yet. Okay. Well, I'm interested in Chad's perspective as well, so we should deep dive them someday. I, I made a few notes for you guys, just just enough to keep you away, um, save you some money. Although, if you're a genius like Heather, it won't cost you any money anyways, but it will cost you a significant part of your life, and that's <laughs> far more valuable than five ninety nine. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, no, I, I really want to see it. But yeah, I've I've read some other reviews and I'm dying. So the strange thing is, this is, uh, it's a little weird. Um, I actually was more entertained by the the horrible acting movie, Out of Death. That was Lala's big role, like top billing. But it like, it kept my attention more. It was really bad, but it like kept moving or kept my attention with Midnight and the Switchgrass I just kept like drifting off it was like just one of those slow moving uh, drawn out things that it just couldn't keep my attention and it didn't make sense like the storylines didn't mesh like you didn't understand why what was going on with these different plot lines and then why they were tied together they never tied it up in a bow together like you don't understand why Megan Fox and Bruce Willis are looking for like sex trafficking ring people how that ties into the serial killer truck driver which if it's like the show Big Sky that was basically that whole storyline and they tied it together really nicely but this movie did not so I don't know what the point was really like it it just there was too many people or unnecessary storylines or lack of they didn't tie it together Bruce Willis, who was like the headliner, had someone um, online I saw actually clocked it down to the second. It was like 15 minutes out of 120 or no, yeah, 129 minutes, I think. He had 15 minutes. So it's kind of like, and then, and this one, and out of death. Now, I mean, I think he's a pretty good actor. Like, he's not obviously whatever, the best of the best, but he's he's done well in some movies, Pulp uh-huh. Fiction or Six Sense or, I mean, I believe him in Die Hard. <laughs> yeah. But it's like he just does not give a shit. He's totally checked out. He doesn't even deliver. He's just like, eh, whatever. Like, huh. I don't know. It was weird. Like, he's just definitely there for the paycheck. And so, I don't know. Yeah. Um, one thing I noticed in both movies is they play a ton of music and for like long extended periods of time and like oftentimes there'll be lyrics so it's kind of distracting because you're like wait should be listening to the lyrics of the song or the dialogue or what's going on in the scene um so that's kind of weird yeah oh i'm so curious now now i have to watch it well i mean the best part is like lala's accent because it like comes and goes every other 
couple of minutes, she'd be like, what are you talking about, Charlie? I'm done with you all. <laughs> like, it's like in and out. And oh, my so gosh. Funny. And then she, like, rolls up. She's supposed to be this sheriff in, like, super backwoods. But she rolls up. Her, like, hair is perfectly pulled back. She has, like, perfect, flawless makeup on. It's, like, elegant. Like, not of, you know, I think what they would be portraying. In it. But then she gets out of the car and she's walking up. Like, I really made a note. I'm like, she's walking like she thinks a country sheriff walks like she's got that slow strut and she's literally has like her thumb hanging off her belt loop oh my I'm gosh like, no chick is walking like that i mean you're I, I get you're trying to get into character but it was funny that's funny what else i just i might as well just finish whatever yeah so her accent then it was some weird thing like in the, throughout the movie like chapter one chapter two chapter three so i don't know it's oh there's my alarm uh. <laughs> um and then i don't know some of the the script it was just kind of cheesy like you hear that that's the sound of justice oh my and gosh then, and then she's like i'm one bad bitch you don't fuck with it's just like really kind of cheesy classic uh classic lines but yeah i would say holly i think you'll enjoy out of death more than midnight in the switchgrass okay um also it's hard to buy megan fox in that like seasoned badass detective that you know you have to work for several years to get to a you know that type of level so it's kind of hard to believe her in that role like the casting is just way off in all of his films. Lala was not believable as the sheriff. She should have been like the damsel in distress. Um, and not to say you can't be pretty and have nice makeup as the sheriff. It just... Yeah, no, people I... People are just yeah, too young. Yes. And just like her and Access Sally, too. Just too young. And then her dialect was just so not of the time it was just very modern she was just talking like lala on vanderpump rules yeah you know when it's supposed to be 1940 early 1940s and like the other chick who was the star of access sally that she produced it because she has all that whatever money she inherited i mean she talked more of it she wasn't like the greatest actress but she was it was okay but she talked you had that way of speaking you know the more formal way of speaking they did then and as you can see in like 1940s, 50s movies, but Lala was just like, "Judge, that's absolutely wrong. I'm not gonna take this anymore." For you know, like, I'm like that, that's not really how they talked. Yeah, I know a lot of people would say were saying, "Well, that's not how they looked. They didn't have fillers and Botox back then." But eh, I'm not gonna, you know, go there because that's just <laughs> it's hard to. I mean, you know. People had full lips back then, so who's to say they weren't just full lips and not fillers? Yeah. So yeah, I, I would just comment more on her dialect in both both movies. Um, you know, that said, I don't want to be totally negative, Nancy. I mean, I did enjoy her performance in, in the row. I thought she did a good job. I thought it was appropriate casting, and she delivered well. Yeah. So, you know, it wasn't terrible. She does have a death scene in Out of Death that's pretty funny. I sent you some screenshots of that. Yes. Um, I did learn she was five months pregnant. And there is a scene, like, of course you can't tell because she's Lala, but there is a scene where she's lying dead and flat next to the other sheriff. 
and like her stomach's up a little bit. I was like, oh. I'm like, no, those are just the baggy pants. But then learning she was five months pregnant, and she said like the day after that scene, she popped. And I'm like, ah, you can see five-month-old baby Ocean, I think, a little bit in that scene. Oh, that's cool. Of course, for anyone else, it's just, uh, you know, eating a taco. Yeah, oh my gosh. <laughs> She's five months pregnant. <laughs> so, yeah, check it out. I do think you'll think Midnight is long and drawn out, and I know your attention span. We'll see. I'm interested in Chad's perspective. Yeah. Um, but both of yours, because maybe it'll be totally opposite. Yeah. Yeah, you never and know. You'll, you'll love them. But yeah, the, the reviews haven't been haven't been great, but um if you're watching it for free and you absolutely feel compelled, go for it. Um I wouldn't spend any money on it. And if you want what only thing I'm bummed about because these are right up my alley like Midnight on Switchgrass, it's supposed to be taken from this true story of this Texas truck driver. Um, you know, I, that's my genre, true crime thrillers. Uh-huh. So I was a little disappointed because I would have liked to know more about the story and just have it be better produced or, I don't know, directed, have it, have it just yeah. be more like big, big Sky, I guess, where you really get drawn in. And then Access Sally also, like I love, you know, historical, you know, World War II movies, that sort of thing. And this is a true story and it's a really interesting story. But they miss a lot of it. Like, they focus on, I think, they don't focus enough on the story, what happened, what she did, what she said, how it affected people. And it was just kind of more, uh, I don't know, disjointed. It, it just, you didn't learn as much about the story as you wanted to. Um, and if you don't know that it's a true story, I would say that you're probably not really going to care but I went into this knowing it was a true story, so I was really paying attention and wanting to learn about the story more. Um, and you, you, you get it a little bit, but I found myself Googling afterwards and reading about it, and that's where I learned about the story. So Yeah. Sounds like yeah, his, his attention to detail was off a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> that's hard to believe, coming from round, round. Yeah. Squirrel, squirrel. <laughs> How, what's up with you? How was your trip? Give everyone a rundown on what happened. Oh my gosh. Like I'm literally still recovering. I don't know how people travel and do all those things because I like, I feel like we walked like nine miles every day. You know, it was just like, it was crazy. It was amazing. I, Boston was so cool. Um, I honestly didn't think I was going to care about it at all. Like, it was like, oh, cool. But, no, I loved it. And I had, like, so many regrets walking around going, gosh, darn it. Like, why didn't I go to college here? Why? Like, why didn't I just pack up and go live somewhere else? Because this is so awesome. Yeah, it's like that experience you see, like, with the fall colors and the the outfits and the yeah experience. it was just so cool like the I just loved like the the city was just so cool and like the sidewalks and the little like sunken you know apartment townhome things and it was just in the big parks and it was just so cool and now you have a little taste of what New York would be like it's you know on a smaller scale and less huge but yeah. uh it's yeah. very much, you know, brownstones. Yeah, yeah, I was up. super into it. I really liked it. So that was really cool. And then the competition was awesome. Like, Ronnie did so well. And 
I'm waiting to get the the videos are supposed to come out like next week and there's a couple that oh my gosh like sh- I, I can't wait to share with you guys she did one it was improv dance where they play like a song and she has 15 seconds to listen to the song and then she can improv for one minute and you know against all the other kids and the first song that they played was um oh that song like there's no way she would have known it because I I feel like this was like maybe like an early 90s song that one that's all from the back to the middle and around again I'm gonna be there to the end 100% you know like it's it's very dancey but like I don't think Ronnie would have known that so I was like oh my god like what is she gonna do to this music and then um her song came on and it was that um that Megan Trainer one that it's all who's that sexy thing I see over there it's me standing in the mirror and so Ronnie hears that and I'm like oh my god she knows this song so she turns around and like I think I like blacked out during her performance because she turned around and like nailed every single pop to the song, like to the judge's face. Like, I mean, she just killed it. It was, it was like something to watch for sure. And then her new solo got first place and she won the title Miss Entertainment. Like it was, it was awesome. So that's, I was going to ask, what is that? That's like the title of the whole show or yes, yeah, like, yes. Like there's Miss and Mr. Uh, um, uh, that the competition itself is called That's Entertainment. So yeah, she won the tight yeah the whole entire thing, wow. um, in her age division. You know, so it was so cool, and she got you know the crown and the sash, and it was awesome. Cool. Yeah, exciting. It was... was she just like over the moon? Yes, and then oh my gosh, and then check this out. Um, so after the competition ends. Like, it, we had literally just ended, and we're all just like, oh, my gosh. Uh, I get a call from Vanessa, and she's like, um, come back. Someone wants to talk to you and Ronnie. Oh. And, so, and so I'm like, okay. So she didn't tell me who or what, you know. So I'm, I just told Ronnie, I'm like, okay, just, you know, talk like a big girl. You know, just be polite. Say, you know, whatever. So we go in there, and it's someone from Sony Music who pick like he gave the, you know our director like some names of people that he liked and Ronnie was on the list so she Ooh. got to meet this guy who he's out of New York and he has like all kinds of jobs that he's gonna be asking you know our director for you know to send kids to so that was so cool like just you never know like who's in the audience or who's a part of like you know wherever you are so it's just so cool that like I don't know maybe she'll get to go to New York for like a for something I don't know yeah, like if they if you can audition like via tape and then they bring her out for a callback or yeah, something. Yeah, he well he kind of um he's I guess he's one of those people who develop talent from like the bot, you know, like they start them. Like he's a mm-hmm. he, he develops them. So he is really interested in bringing some of the kids. He was actually interested in the boys for like a little boy group or something. But um yeah, you never know. So that was like super cool. I was so excited about that. Yeah, but the trip was just awesome. Oh my gosh, it was just so cool to like be somewhere else, and then just remembering what it's like to go on an airplane and everything. Like it was, it was so cool. How did Chad do with Daisy? He did good. He and my mom did really. I couldn't have done it without my mom, you know, helping with her and everything. But yeah, they did it. And then when I got in the car, Daisy like hid her eyes from me, like she was like, "I don't know who you are," you know, like. Mm-hmm. So, but then that wore off real quick. So. <laughs> but yeah, she did really good. Everything worked out. Awesome. Yeah. Well, that's cool. So she gets to go back and like defend her title. 
Yeah, I don't, um, you know, what's awesome is they're coming, it'll be their first time ever coming to Orange County in, um, I believe, February. So she'll get to defend it here, which is awesome. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Cool. Totally cool. So, yeah, it was so fun. Awesome trip. Yay. I feel like now I have, like, that hangover of, like, I'm, like, I want to do something else now because that was, like, you know, like, I want to plan something else because that was so... I, I just, I, I knew how awesome traveling was before, you know, like even if we just did like our little day trips, like I love, you know, going and exploring places, but that is, there's something that is just so awesome about going and seeing something new and learning the history of different air. I mean, it is so freaking cool and it's been so hard, you know, with everything going on in the world that we haven't been able to go do that. So I was, I'm so glad that we got to, Ronnie got to see some of that and it felt good. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Awesome. Anything else going on? Um, Daisy's birthday is tomorrow, so that's super fun. And then what else is going on? Um, oh, we are go me and Ronnie. I think I'm going to take everybody. I think all of us are going to go to the Vanderpump Dog Day, World Dog Day. Um, down yeah, in, in in West Hollywood. So, if any of you guys are going to go um message me I'd love to like say hi to you so I'll post more about that as it gets closer but that sounds super fun I mean, I mean Daisy's obsessed with dogs so that will that's be perfect awesome. Chad is obsessed with saving dogs yes so that works. yes yeah I mean him and Lisa would actually like totally get along in that department mm-hmm. um yeah and then I'm kind of hoping that Ronnie can meet Lisa you know because she she loves the name Lisa she wants to <laughs> And I, I think it'd be really cute for her to meet her. So we'll we'll see, hopefully. <laughs> you should just lie and say, and this is um her little sister, Lisa. Oh, my. Yeah, maybe I will. Like, yeah, she really wanted to name her after you. So here she is. Here's Lisa. You, you could say Lisa, but you call her Daisy because she's just a little Daisy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fake it till you make it, Holly. Come on, get on board. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Lie yeah. about your children. <laughs> Oh, well, um, hopefully, yeah, you'll see some of the cast there. Yeah. You've been watching what's been going on with Lala and Kelly Dodd. Yes. It's crazy. Kelly Dodd posted that picture comparing Lala to, what was that, a gremlin or just like a weird alien? It's from Lord of the Rings. I think it's like, I think his name is Gollum. I'm, I'm not sure. Maybe I'm wrong with that. I'm not a Lord of the Rings person, but I know that person's from Lord of the Rings. He goes, he goes, my precious. Um oh. Yeah, he's gnarly. I that is horrible. I'm actually looking at the screenshot of it right now. Yeah. And she just never helps herself. She doesn't do herself any favors. It's just like, you know what? Like, I mean, she started it by calling Lala dumb, and then Lala I, I mean, her her clapback was not bad, especially on a scale of how Lala can clap back. You know, she's just like, well, coming from you who wears a drunk wife's matter hat. I take that as a compliment. I mean, it wasn't even a bad reply. And then Kelly has to take it to this level. Yeah. Um, oh, Kelly. Yeah. And it, it's kind of like the, I feel like, you know, amongst like anyone who does either what we do with podcasting or any sort of commentary on, you know, celebrities, like it's kind of, it's a big no, no. We've learned this since Perez Hilton and delisted and things like that. You don't, you don't, 
attack someone's looks. You don't, you, you know, you talk about other things. You can talk about the role they're playing or, you know, dissect certain things. But it's a, a, it's just, that's not, it's not cool, you know, to yeah. put an yeah. image up like that. It's just, um, so the shock value when someone does something like that, it's just like, whoa. And I, yeah, that it, it's just awful. Yeah, Kelly's always taking it too far. Has anything, did Lala come back to that or just ignore it? I I have not seen anything. Yeah, I haven't either. Just thought maybe I missed it. Which, I mean, I think that's pretty, I think that's powerful. And I think that's what she yeah. should have done, you know, because if it continues, it's just going to, because they both kind of have the personality where it may continue if she, if someone doesn't stop it. Yep. <laughs> And has Nick, as he promised on Lala and Rand's podcast, this is the last time I'm going to be talking about this. Has he stopped with his Instagram stuff on Shane? Uh, he's key. I I have not tuned in like fully lately, but I, I did go like scroll through yesterday or something. And he seems to really be um, into kind of the attention that he's getting from people yeah. Uh giving him support and then he comments on that and he seems like he's trying to better himself but he's really describing every feeling that he's going through along the journey, you know, but it seems like he's making it more about himself instead of her, which is good. You know, it's yeah. like at, at least he's checking it right now. Yeah. Like I don't know. Yeah. Well, I I mean, I think she's still slated on was it august 5th on heather mcdonald's shane's version which should be interesting yeah I, yeah i can't wait to hear that okay so um back to lala and ran on their podcast i guess their their podcast tour has not sold out yet um so they were pushing that a lot and they were talking about some of the things they're going to do like Lala's going to go into the audience and sit down and say the audience can ask her anything. So those of you going, I guess, get your questions ready. They're doing a segment called The Dating Game. And, you know, Randall, it's, it's like how he hyped up Jax's big project. He's like, we're going to have huge celebrity couples. We're going to play the dating game with a couple from the audience and celebrity couples. And I'm like, okay, who's, he's like, you want to know who some of the celebrity couples are? And I'm like, just waiting to hear Jax and Brittany. But no, instead he says, we're getting Hannah Godwin and her man from The Bachelor. And I'm like, wow, <laughs> okay. I had to think, okay, which Hannah is this? Is this Hannah Brown, Hannah Ann, Hannah G, Hannah D, Hannah B, <laughs> Hannah... <laughs> I'm like, okay, I think I know. I think it's the blonde one from Alabama or something with the the coach that was like a predator <laughs> allegedly um yeah and also like she was like five seasons ago or six or something okay huge celebrity couple all right all right i mean i would i mean i guess i'm a little more interested in the bachelor anyways than potentially some of the people he w- would have had i'm gonna go out and guess though that one of the celebrity couples will not be Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly. Yeah, I feel like, um, like just how he hyped up Jax's, you know, announcement that never happened. He hypes up his his stars. He wines and dines them. I mean, we saw it. We saw it for months of him whining and dining Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly. You know, flying them on his jet. This happened, you know, when in Palm Springs with when, you know, Lala was supposed to 
go be with Sheena, um, they were whining and dining. I feel like he hypes them up and like they're so excited and think this is going to be so big for them, and then he just can't deliver. Yeah, you know, or or it's like when it's like when you're going on a vacation and you're like so excited and you're like, yeah, yeah, I'm going to do this, 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 and then you get there and like as you're doing it, you're like, oh my god, the it was like more fun planning it than actually being here. Like this stinks. Like I shouldn't have hyped it so much, you know? Yeah. Like you have to be there. There's that balance there, and I feel like Randall doesn't have that. Like remember when we moved or went to Miami? And it's so weird because this all is coming up on my timeline, like however many years ago and I was at this hotel and that's the same hotel I'm going to in a week or so but uh, we went to the obviously the, the best hotel ever and then when we moved down to Miami to South Beach and we got to that one member like it was all under construction and everything it was like we were on this high and then it was like wah, 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 screech <laughs> yeah I mean yes exactly like things like that happen and it's but poor Randall like I I don't know there's it would I would love to hear people like talk like I would love to talk to Megan Megan Fox or Machine Gun Kelly and because you can like literally tell in their their statements that they've made and like their face like that is exactly what happened you can see it like that it's they were like yeah. you know over promised and then the reviews start coming out and they realize like oh my god like while we were wind and dying we didn't realize that this was like a horrible project shoot <laughs> You know, well, yeah, Machine Gun Kelly did not hold back. He tweeted out, "He's like, look, if I'm in a movie, um, and I don't tweet about it or promote it, it's because I think it's trash." Like, okay, that's to the point. I, Ouch. yeah, I, that like it, it kind of like hurts my feelings for Randall because I mean, like he could have just said nothing. Yeah, and I don't know, like I just I feel like that almost makes them look unprofessional like not like I don't make it it doesn't make Randall look bad it makes them look bad because yeah it's just that's not cool and like why would you unless now that I don't know I don't know I don't know how like the whole media thing works but like are they promoting it to be bad now like I I, I don't know I mean and it's probably just right up his alley of being that way popping off because he gets attention from popping off and saying things like that so I'm sure it's all strategic to a certain degree of why he did you know and I can hear him he's probably talking to Randall in the back you know background being like hey buddy you know that's just how I am I got to do this this is my machine this is you know I got to pop off and say you know like a 50 or uh you know the people yeah. that pop off on social media because that's part of their I mean, again, like I, it did, it does make it more interesting. Like, had they not popped off or had they promoted it and it still bombed, that would have been embarrassing. So, to go this route, yeah. at least they can act like it's on Randall. But I, it just, I don't know. I, I feel kind of bad that that, that sucks, you know? Like, yeah. it's a lot of time and money and energy that just, like, I don't know. I guess time will tell if it ends up being, you know, making money in the end or what. Yeah. He said when he was watching it in the theater, he's like, that's the last time I'm going to watch a movie I directed in the theater. He said he was putting his hands over his eyes and, like, whispering to Lala, oh, my God, it's not very good. It sucks, right? It's terrible. Oh, my God, it's bad. And she's like, no, it's great, babe, and and whatever. But I'm like, "Mm, maybe his instincts were spot on. (laughs) But, yeah, I I think 
I mean, the directing is, it, like I said, it was slow and drawn out. And then I don't know if who's in charge of like the music that was just way overkill. I mean, I think that's all part of the overall vision. So, yeah, I don't know. His other movie, the Out of Death one, he, they he hired his childhood best friend, and it was his very first film. So that explains a lot there as well. Yeah. So I mean, appreciate that he gives his. I mean, yeah, breaks. like I, I feel like if that's like the the route that you're going, like you're gonna, you know, bring your friends along or whatever, and and take the hits that you know maybe something wasn't you know done by someone who's done it, like you know, will give you that perfect ending or something then good for you. You know, like, that's awesome. Like, maybe that's just the journey he's on. I don't know. Yep. Cool, well, cool. All right. Well, that's all I have. We just have a couple birthdays to shout out, and then we can get into Dirty 30. Okay. Do you have anything else going on that I've missed? Um, I mean, like, did we talk about Sheena's engagement on our last one, or, or no? Like, it wasn't, it wasn't confirmed. Oh, you talked about right. it, but it, it wasn't yeah, it confirmed wasn't. yet or anything. So I feel like... I didn't get to talk like an hour after I podcasted. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So you guys, I brought my freaking heavy laptop to, um, on the trip, you know, and I'm like carrying it in my bag. I'm like, okay, first of all, we were going to podcast that stupid you, me and my ex, you know, and do that while we were there. Like we thought that'd be fun, like in the hotel room while Ronnie was sleeping or something. And then Sarah was like, bring it because, you know, I might, I'll do a solo thing to fill the time when you're gone. I was like, awesome so she sends it to me and I'm not kidding I sat in that room and that thing was like I've never seen something load so slowly like it took hours and hours and then so I finally get it and it it's all failed I'm like you gotta be oh, kidding God. me so I was like <laughs> so I'll just wait till I get to like different internet and then um yeah I just I, I kind of yeah. post it till I got home oh it was nothing crucial um Potomac, I will <clears throat> correct myself. I mean, it did. I am enjoying it. It's it's a season that's kicked off with a bang. My only complaint was it got a little too graphic, focused on too too much around. I don't know, sir. Blah blah blah. But it's good. It's popping off. Beverly Hills, obviously, but that was a huge disappointment this week because it was not on. That has been going strong, and it's so overdue because Beverly Hills has sucked for so long. And then New York has been a disappointment, especially this week. It was so boring. So there's no need to even really recap any of that since Beverly Hills was not on and Potomac was already Sunday and it's Friday. So we got the new one in two days. Yes. Anyways. um, Yeah. So Sheena, yeah, they got engaged and she has this huge, it's like a 12 carat Morganite ring. It's really pretty. Um, he surprised her at their LA apartment because I think they had like I think they were either at an event or they were filming confessionals or something so they had their hair she had her hair and makeup done so smart man to plan it around when she had her hair and makeup done um yeah what else um yeah I was I was just I that's super exciting I also felt like I, I, I couldn't find a picture to back this up, but do you remember when um, there was, like, a rumor that, that Brock was proposing? There was, like, this big, like, will you marry me yeah, thing? Newport, Newport, yeah. Yeah. Didn't it look like that? Oh. Like, right, a, with the, 
I don't know, like, I don't know why, but I, like, I feel like, like, they had that round, like, something in that, like, reminded me of their, of her actual proposal, but I can't find the dang picture, but, um, maybe it was the same company or something, but, um, yeah, I just, super exciting for them, and for little Summer Moon, so cute, and, yeah, and I, and then my other, like, big shock surprise, but not really, was that Kyle Chan was used again for the jewelry, (laughs) <laughs> like, I mean, he really has embedded himself in the history of Vanderpump rules. You know what I mean? Like, everybody. Yeah, we got to go to the store. We've got to. And, and, now, be... and now he has a, a new flagship store, so we've got to hit it up. It'll be our, a field trip. Yes. To come. Yes. On our next one, we should do Sugar Taco, Kyle, Kyle Chan. Chan. And then, yeah, if we can hit like a. They had a See You Next Tuesday, but. Uh, nobody promoted it so like literally Holly and I were both like Tuesday night had nothing going on and then we both saw all the stories flow in like I saw Wednesday morning I'm like damn it like I literally had nothing to do last night I I wonder if like um well I'm sure that it's actually back to to how it was but I wonder if um like the filming has the regulations or whatever have changed a little bit and they can film now around guests because you know before they were not able to film when right uh, so around on high like, you know everyone had to be tested for covid i mean so they're doing like some pickup footage and stuff to fill, to plop in maybe yeah or i mean or maybe they they weren't filming i don't know but just to, when they're all there you know that it's something yeah because quite a few of them were there yeah yeah i was so bummed when i saw that yeah me and sarah were both like dude we could have gone yeah so we're gonna pay attention to the next time they do it and hopefully it doesn't overlap with some conflicts but we will try our best for that and then we'll try to mix in some of the other things too and then you'll report on dog day which is next a week from tomorrow tomorrow right Yes, um, and then uh, we're going camping like uh, the eleventh through the fourteenth or something. Uh oh. Hello. Sorry about that. I guess my internet signal dipped or something. Okay. Was it still recording? Yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't know. We were watching the CEO next Tuesday footage and I had heard LA went back to masks indoors and that sort of thing, but nobody was wearing them. So besides, I think actually the staff was right. Wasn't Jeremy behind the bar with a mask? I think so. Yeah. Um, so I don't know what's going on up there, but we'll try to find out. Um, dog day should be fun. We should try to go to the gala if they have one this year. Yeah, for sure. Um, and check out, make sure you check out the booths. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I will. Booths at dog day. I will. I, I will. Oh. I will check it all out. Where are you camping? <clears throat> Excuse me, my throat. Um, we're going to the Sequoias, like the like Sequoia King Canyon, wherever the heck that is. Cool. It's like five hours away or something. And you're actually tenting it and everything? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like I have a bunch of stuff you can use. I was gonna bring it up. No, but I like I we uh, we got a trailer like a little like a small one, and um, 
only because like it's super remote like there's nothing like it's like a super super remote campground where like we're like once we're there like we cannot go anywhere else and there's no supplies or anything and just with daisy i just figured it's gonna be she's gonna need a little bit of downtime and um the original idea was like that my uh, we would just put a tent in, like, in on my parents' campsite, and like the pressure of that, of like managing everybody, and then like having my parents be like, "Why are they crying?" You know, it's just like I, I couldn't do it. So yeah, I think it'll just be better to like go in and and then the bathroom situation too. You know, they can Daisy's potty training and stuff, so it'll just be easier to. There's a bathroom in the trailer. Yes. Oh wow. I mean, I don't know how that works. Like, I really want to talk to someone who, you know, does, like, what What do I need to bring? Like, what do I need to, and like, I need light. I, I, yeah, I, I might need to borrow some stuff from you. Yeah, I'll go through because if I want to come up before I leave next week. Um, as we talked about, we're going to do a live podcast short in a couple days. So I will go through, see what I have and you can yeah. use what you use. Yeah, for sure. I know I got rid of a lot of stuff. I yeah. I got rid of my camping stove. When you... I'll check, though. Pretty sure I got rid of it. Yeah. But I'll see. Okay, cool. All right. Birthdays. Woo! All righty, guys. Um, on August 1st is Tristan Connor. On August 3rd, we have Tiffany McIntosh turning 40. On August 5th, we have Katie Brenza. On August 6th, we have Bridget Galloway-Owen. And on August 7th, Ashley Fricky. Cool. So happy birthday, Happy birthday. And cool. All right, anything or you want to get into Season 4, Episode 8, Dirty 30? Yes. Okay, so... I don't know. This this episode was like just okay for me. Like it, again, it felt great to watch it and this was another one that um it was so good to watch in context like what happened and because so much of this has been brought up in um recent seasons and I have a feeling it's going to be brought up again. So it was a good refresher, but <clears throat> so oh my gosh, my voice. Sorry. <clears throat> So they're finishing the dinner with the kids, and then during that, Ariana tells Sheena and Katie about the boys' trip to Vegas that Peter and Jax are planning, and the girls are just not having it. Um, meanwhile, Jax, I thought was it was a very smart move, even though it's really Peter's party, to have Peter go ask Lisa for permission to get off work. Yes. Uh, Lisa, uh, as you know, I, I worked, I was here on my birthday, so uh, I mean, he, you know, it was a well, a good way to approach it. Yeah. I feel like, um, <clears throat> I feel like they send Peter all the time to ask for these things because as you and I have witnessed, Peter is, you know, like Sheena in the way that he's always there. I think he always gives Lisa 110% you know, he's the one that she can count on. And so when he asks for something, she's, you know, she's like, okay, like you deserve, you deserve it. Jack's yeah. not so much, but Peter, yes. Right. Um. So yeah, the, the, everyone's upset about this trip. And 
basically, I like what the girls are like pretty much saying is they're like, haven't they grown out of like this boys trip thing yet? Like they all have significant others. Like it's just not necessary to do a boys trip because what do you do on a boys trip other than go, you know, get into trouble? Yeah, or they can all go and like if the girls don't want to do the um, bulldozing, they can go parachuting or to the spa or gambling or whatever like you know yeah why isn't like because i mean bulldozing might actually be kind of fun so it's not doesn't have to be like the guys are doing this and the girls are going to the spa it's like well maybe some of the girls want to bulldoze yeah exactly um and while they're kind of telling lisa their plan they she's like well who's going and they list everybody and they're like and maybe shay and lisa you know is like don't bring shay don't do that um this was always like one of the things like that like would bother me about lisa like how she would like bring things up like that like is it necessary to even like go at shay like that like do we have to put the spotlight on him to you know tell him he can't go i don't know like she all like whenever something is going on like she will pound it to the ground until like she gets yeah. her way with it well the, but then she says look he's in a relationship now it's like well, so are both Toms. Yeah. Um, but what? So it's like, okay, I understand. It may be too much temptation because it's a party town, but that's not what she said. But yeah, then Jack's just like, well, I didn't know being in a relationship means you're dead or yeah, you're a, like prisoner. a prisoner. Yeah. She's like, yes, it does. It's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, it does mean you're a prisoner. I'm like, okay. So then we go over to Lala and James. And um, and he's like, are you invited to Ariana's party? Um, and Lala says, no, that she's not. And her feelings are kind of hurt. Um, he's like, I don't, I don't care. It's just a bunch of civil hipsters. And I'm like, James, aren't you kind of like a hipster? Like, wouldn't you kind of put him in that category? Yes. I mean, maybe not a silver like hipster, but yeah, he's definitely. I, yeah, I was laughing at that because I was like, uh. Yeah, and then I was like curious, like was that house in Silver Lake? Like, I, uh, now I want to know. It I looked, mean, it was pretty it big, valley esque to me, but yeah, I thought, okay, this is you know, because I thought I was originally thinking it was at Sheena's mom's house, as it usually is, uh, and that's the kind of house you would see out in that area, the suburban, suburban bigger house. Uh huh. So I don't think it could have been in the, you know, it definitely was, yeah, probably valley or. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I actually thought it was like in that there in like that Kristen neighborhood. It looked very familiar. Like it like it looked like a house like that, like the over on that, like like in between like Katie and Tom's and Kristen's. Yeah, or maybe like Culver City or yeah, Vista or something. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Um. Okay. So. Yeah. Um, um, so then he just suggests that they go out for drinks while everyone else is at Ariana's party. So that's that. Um, Schwartz is telling Katie, no, no, it's it's not a guy's trip. It's it's Peter's birthday. And Katie's like, well, because we agreed. No more boys trips. And, I don't know. Tom begs and Katie says no. Ariana also tells Sandoval no. And Sandoval's like, Yes, I am. I am going. And she's like, well, I think a better time would be take out Netflix. And I guess this is the season where Ariana started getting that grumpy cat reputation. 
And now you can kind of see it, I guess. It's like, okay, that's fun, but not all the time. He wants to go to Vegas. But I understand her point, too. Like, why can't we all go? Especially since it's her 30th birthday. Well, and she tried multiple times in this episode to open up as to why. That she basically was saying, I need a little bit of, like, mental health support the day after my birthday. Please. Like, she said it over and over and over. But, yeah. like, it just, it, no one was hearing her. And I, you could just feel like her, it, it was bubbling up and getting worse and worse that no one was hearing her. And so um, I understand why she looks grumpy. And like us as a viewer in this current season, we didn't know. I mean, she did tell us and she did get choked up. But I feel like we didn't know the extent of what she was dealing with and how quiet she was keeping it. Because now that we've seen other um, cast members go through losing a parent, they've handled it much differently and been much louder about it and got different support and I think that's been hard for Ariana to watch because she's like dude I went through the same thing and no one even batted an eyelash yeah it was so much the storyline for Lala and Jax and I wrote that too I was actually shocked I hadn't recalled or remembered and maybe because that was before I lost my dad it was before obviously the Jax and Lala Uh, I hadn't realized it was for some reason, I thought she lost her dad like when she was 20 or something. Uh-huh. But I didn't realize it was like less than two years ago when, you know, uh, two years or less when they were filming that. Yeah. So that's very fresh. And exactly. No, that wasn't even a consideration for anybody, even her own boyfriend. But then when it happened to Jax and Lala, it's like the entire season around that. Basically. Yeah. And, and I, so many excuses to lash out, like when Lala uh, lashed yes, out or Jax. Yes. Ariana asks one small, quiet thing, and well, and then no I, I and then yeah, I also felt like she really tried to like kind of like give support to each of them, you know, and say like I've been through this, and like again was like kind of dismissed, like yeah, you went through that a while ago, but not like me, you know what? Like it was, yeah, I, it's different. Yeah, yeah, you you don't get it. Exactly, they it really did feel like that. Yeah. And, like, you could, like, see it in her face that she was just, like, what the heck? Like, like she, I honestly think she thought, like, am I going crazy? Like, is this really happening? And, yeah, it did happen. Ariana, we saw it. Yeah. Um, I loved yeah. that, I loved that Tom and Ariana were making goodie bags for the trip. Like, that's so on brand for them, like, to always, like, you know, be thinking of everybody on the, the little, you know, like probably like a survivor kit to make it through the the oh or or those for her party. They're yeah okay yeah for yeah. her party yeah cute love that love the detail. Um, they're getting ready for it. She's back brushing Sheena's hair. I love that they're they have their own glam squad in each other. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Totally. Um, so they get to the. Did we get to the party yet? Because this is, I have this scene, I was laughing. It was like one of those things you, that other people usually notice and point out. It's not a big deal. But they're at the party and Ariana comes out. And so they're all like, you know, raise your glass. They're about to throw back a shot, toast Ariana. So they pan and Shay is like front and center. And he's got this birthday cone hat on. And they're like, okay, toast to Ariana. Then they pan over to Ariana and then they pan back to the group and film them taking the shot but now Shay is in the back and he's now got a 
black baseball cap on. <laughs> like, wait, what happened in half a second? You switched hats, you moved positions. Oh Just my like, gosh, oh, I'll have to watch that. I didn't notice that. That's funny. What does his hat say? Like R V I P or R Y L P? I don't know. Figure it out. I don't know if that was his label or <laughs> what. But... I yeah, I feel like it is. Yeah. Um. Okay, now, what did you think about the the guest list, how it didn't include Lala, but um, it included Faith, and everyone was, like, kind of, like, defending that, you know, that, well, Ariana isn't really as close to Lala, but she is with Faith. Like, I I thought that was interesting to see, you know, that those two really were put together, uh, Lala and Faith, you know, in the beginning, and how that all panned out. That was interesting. Right. And I also freaking loved this theme. Like, I would have loved to be invited to this birthday party. And I know, I remember when this happened that there was, like, a lot of people were like, what a dumb theme. Like, that's so immature and whatever. You know, like, I thought it was so fun. It looked just like a fun day where everybody likes to have, you know, have a good time. Yeah. So cute. I thought Ariana looked adorable. And... Yeah, I thought it was, like, such a cute idea. You know who was there, who's really stayed the test of time? Jesse Montana. You know... That was the season when they really tried to make Faith, Lala, Jesse... Remember, like, Jesse and Lala were in an interview on the red carpet? Yes. Like, nope, this is the new crew. This is the new Vanderpump. <laughs> yes. Oh, man. He really has... Pretty much all of them have. Like, there's a big list of them that have really hung in there. You know, and yeah, Brad. Yeah, like I, I don't know. I, I might have pulled like a Christina Kelly and just bowed out. You know, but I, <laughs> I appreciate that they have stuck with it. Right. Okay. So, um, yeah. So in the midst of that, in the midst of the party prepping and everything, you know, Peter comes over and he drops the bomb. He's like, "By the way, T. Sandy, we're gonna be bulldozing." And like you just see a light bulb go off in his head, where he decides one hundred percent. He's going no matter what Ariana says or does. He's going, and um, and I feel like you know he was really checking to make sure that Ariana had a great birthday. She seemed super happy. You know, she's trolling around, looking like a cute little fairy, and so I think T. Sandy was pretty proud of himself, as he should be. That you know she was having a good day, so he thought he would be let off the hook and be able to easily go to Vegas, and still was didn't go over great. Right. And then Jax asked Brittany and she's just like, you can see her jaw is clenched and she is just burning inside. But she's like, yeah, sure. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, go have fun. But you can tell like her face just says it all. Like she does not want him to go. She knows what happened when he was in Vegas last time. He met her. <laughs> yeah. While he, while he was on a date and while she was living with a man. Yes. She knows the potential of what Vegas can bring and. But she also knows she can't, like, keep him as a caged animal because then he'll, like, you know, with someone like Jax, you have to give him that freedom of the leash to come back on his own. The second you push him is when you're, yeah. Yes. She, she, she handled that right. Yes. Her, her situation. Yeah. Yeah, um, she did. I noticed she was wearing, like, I think she borrowed Lisa's lipstick that day. It was, like, that purple shade, like, that Lisa loves to wear. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so, okay, where are we? Um, did you notice what Ariana said in the confessional? She's like, about her birthday, she's like, I, I was just shocked that she actually said it on 
you know, on film. She's like, basically, I'm taking all of her childhood kid game memories and enhancing them with performance enhancing drugs. Yes. Yeah. I thought that was like, like slow clap. Yeah. <laughs> and that, that, and then, I, and then I looked at the party a little differently. Like I, I thought it was like, Oh my gosh, that's so cute. And then I was like, Oh, so it's like more ravey, like more festivally. Now I get it. You know, like, okay, cool. Down yeah, with that. Very, very festivally, especially knowing how much they love their festivals. Yes, totally. Um, Okay, so the next day, um, the guys are headed to, like they're taking off to Vegas in the minivan, and Lisa is sitting down with the girls. Sheena's not there, but the other girls are. And she's like, so you let the boys go, huh? And they're like, yeah, you know, we we don't really... You know, it's fine. And she's like, well, if I were you, I'd be picking up the phone and figuring out a way to get even. So she kind of puts it in the girls' heads to, you know, don't just sit there, like, do something on your own. So they decided that they are going to have, like, a little, like, sleepover pajama party to get even. Um, which sounds super fun. Cool. Okay, so then the next scene we go, and uh, they so the boys are pulling up to the the bulldozer joint, and the first thing they have to do is do a breathalyzer, and it's kind of a funny scene. Like each of them are like they're all like kind of nervous because you know I don't think they knew that that, that was going to happen, and they had drank the night before, so they're hoping that it would be a clean blow, and it was. All of them passed. I think they drank on the on the road. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, it's it seemed like they were like they were a little surprised that they were passing. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. So gosh. then, um, they have what the bulldozer and like the person out there. He's like Jackson would be like, we don't need women. He's like, oh, but it might be cool to have Lala out there in a bikini. It's like that would suck so bad to be Brittany and have your boyfriend say that about another woman that's already questionable in your mind. You know, I wonder if if that like kind of led to Brittany getting her implants. You know, all of the like the because like there was a lot of like Lala talk all around that time, like right before she made that decision. Yeah, I mean, um, I, I feel like she's done interviews where she said that that's something that she's always wanted to do. But it's just interesting that yeah, yeah, Jax was very focused on her for sure. That'd be hard hard to watch. Yeah. Okay, yeah, so, so but it it did look really fun. Like the, I loved I thought it was so cool how like, you know, you could the you could dig or whatever and then like you could put like So, so yeah, I, I agree with you that that's not just a um a boy thing. So then they're at their suite at the Palms and it looked like a pretty basic suite. Um I I felt for Heather here. They had a naked T Sandy scene, a naked Jack scene, which ah my eyes. <laughs> yes. Um, Jackson is like hairy butt crack and he's rubbing his penis on the window saying, you're welcome, Vegas. And there's just a lot of Jack's ass scenes. Yeah. Scenes. Yes. But, uh, wait, did you? <laughs> I read some. I don't know if this was in our group or someone else's, but someone posted that um, that Brittany did an interview saying that Jack's. Uh, that she changes all the diapers for Cruz because Jax uh, tends to not get his yeah. the the butt all the way clean. And someone made a comment and said they doubt that his own butt is clean. 
and that has like stuck <laughs> yeah. with me and and so when I That's saw this scene I I literally like recoiled on the couch and was like oh dude like yuck yes Holly if you listen to my podcast last week you'll hear me actually say the word dingleberries which is you know not really something oh. to talk about oh. but yeah that is a really good point because his butt was like black and then <laughs> like dirty and um Compared yeah, to- I I just got like a major yeah. vision. I got a major like with like the the hair that was going on there. Like I just yeah. like I thought of like, and then you know how much he sweats, like <laughs> like the sweat and the poop, the like balls. <laughs> like it just must be like a major situation that Brittany has to deal with, like a lot. Like I I can't I can't I'm gonna throw up. Yuck. Oh, we should maybe send them some like wet wipes. <laughs> <laughs> Like do they don't they have like man wipes or something? I'm sure there's some kind of product. Didn't like... didn't Jax like brag about getting like a bidet or something? Like yes. I felt like at some point he was like it's like yeah he thank God yeah <laughs> well, ho- well done hose it down I don't know <laughs> oh, yuck um yeah that I literally wrote Jax flashing windows yuck and then he peed against the wall it's like ew. Between yeah. Schwartz farting in the car the whole time, and then Jack peeing oh. against the wall, and them all running, Jack's running around sweaty, butt crack naked. Yeah. I mean, Yuck. Sandoval looked clean. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he Jack's did. Looked, yeah. Sandoval always does, though. He's, like, very, like, that is, like, part well, of his hygiene. brand. You know, yeah. like, yeah, he just always looks like that and and I feel like that's it's not easy like I feel like that is a big job that he does pretty effortlessly like um like I'm sure that it takes a lot to maintain what he like he he always looks like that and then you think back to like someone like Stassi who you know when she was able to start podcasting and like tell us kind of like the behind the scenes of filming she was completely exhausted by maintaining her filming look which was tanning and getting her hair done and her nails done but you know we never hear T. Sandy complaining and I feel like he has is about as strict as she is you know yeah he does the tanning and everything yeah, yeah he, I mean that's it's a lot of work yeah okay so now we go over to well Lisa and Ariana have a little moment and this um, actually I didn't remember I didn't remember that Lisa had moments with Ariana like this because in future seasons, it was like, it was kind of a thing that happened where she now in the most recent seasons, she's talked about mental health with Ariana and they've kind of bonded over that. And to see that she, you know, even talked about her dad's death here and they kind of had a little moment. I was like, okay, so this has really been going on for a while and I didn't realize it. Yeah. I thought she gave her good advice. Yeah, and, and um, yeah, th- they they do have great moments together. So um, next we go to the slumber party, and Jesse is there, um, and he's helping Sheena. Yeah, helping Sheena, and I thought she's that was like, I liked that. It was cool. And I like that she's like, we have to save some. You know, let's get a plate of everything to save for Shay. So it's very considerate. Yes. Um. But I then feel Shay was around because he was the one taking pictures and filming them all make out and kiss. Yes. Maybe he yeah. had just gotten home. Yeah, I f- yeah, I feel like um I think we've talked about this before, but I feel like if I 
if they're like, okay, Holly, you've won, you know, uh, you can go to any Vanderpump Rules cast member's house and, like, they will host you for the day and you can, like, hang out and maybe, like, other cast members will come over. Like, it's, you know, so pick whatever cast member you want. I feel like I would pick Sheena because I feel like she is a great hostess that has, like, a plethora of things at her house. Like, I feel like you wouldn't just get maybe, like, a couple of boxes of mac and cheese or something like that. Like, she's got the... games. Yes. And, like, like her fridge would be stocked with, like, all the drinks. Because, like, that's important. like, food you would actually want to eat. Yes. Like... Like, I feel like she has, like, a, a variety of, you know, like, she is always yeah. stocked with a variety of things. Or that she would just, like, wait on you. You know, like, she would just be, like, so um, yeah, aware of you as a guest, you know, and be like, okay, like, what now what do you want, you know? Yeah, I feel like, yeah, I feel like if we went to Tom and Ariana's, they wouldn't wait on you. They would have... It would be um, comfortable and cool, but I don't know that they would have everything. They'd expect you to go, like, just grab your own drink, which is great. I would prefer to do that. But then if you're not that close, you don't feel comfortable doing yes. that. So then you just don't get what you want. Um, I was going to say, kind of de- for me, it would, and why I brought them up is I would choose their house unless it was Sheena's Palm Springs house. Because I want the whole, like, in and out pool party. You can go into the kitchen. You can go to the pool. You can go into the living room. Um, so Tom and Ariana, if it's LA, I would want probably their house because they're going to have, an you know, nice beverages, nice. Okay, but food. okay. What what about in this season? You have to pick though. Where would you go? Like well, you know, so, so everybody has their. Oh, that's okay. what I'm saying. Is it depends where? Like, yeah, yeah, if yeah. It was, Sheena's LA apartment or Ariana's house? I'd go to Ariana's house. If it was Sheena's Palm Springs house versus Ariana's I'd go to probably Sheena's yeah 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 San Diego that's a that's... I'm just saying like in this season like I probably wouldn't choose to go to Tom oh. and Ariana's apartment you know like I, oh, I don't know this season I thought yeah. you meant this season like now like season nine yeah 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 no but like this one like I wouldn't pick Sheena's apartment either but like I also really want to try that couch oh no a hundred percent season four I'd go to Sheena's apartment because she had a nicer apartment and than Tom and Ariana for sure but also yeah she would be way more because they were all you know still kind of broke back then she yeah. would have still had approachable food and drinks and she would have yes. still been a hostess whereas yeah I'm not sure what Tom and Ariana would have had out in their um, apartment so yeah but, like a part Sheena's yes but a part of me like would like like I would want to experience like the air conditioning going out at Tom and Ariana's and like I it would just be cool to see it and then I would also consider <laughs> like I wonder what type of like Kristen's apartment is nice but yeah I don't know what kind of hostess she is I feel like she would be good but yeah. I don't know I feel like she would be good because yeah. she's such a caretaker and like handles everything all the details for everyone that I feel like she'd be kind of like us like anal about it yeah 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 and she did have a nicer apartment as well. Yeah. Um, but it would probably be all like broccoli and shit like that. So. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm sticking with Sheena. She again. We're going back to yeah. She yeah. House is gonna have string cheese and Capri Sun and shit. We know we can eat and yeah. then we know what it is and it's not gonna be like a seafood seafood medley pate. Yes, one hundred percent. And oh wait, what did what did Shay have? Oh oh, and like Otter Pops, is that what he said he had yes. the other day? Yeah, Otter. I mean, come on, that's perfect. 
relatable. Yes. And then she also, she's, it's good that she's a server and not a bartender because she's got a strong, heavy pour because she pours herself a wine glass or a, a glass of wine before she calls Lala to invite her over. And she like poured the whole, the whole bottle basically went into her wine glass. I'm like, that's a good pour. That was um, an amazing scene. I have that in my notes too of being like, yes, like just like the way she did it, like I was cracking up. Like it was just a funny scene. Yeah. Like her, like I, I felt like her whole, like her arm was going to break pouring that sucker in. I know. <laughs> and then she invites Lala over, who just lives a few steps away, and she comes over. Okay, now I feel like that was really cool of Lala because if that was me and I had been, and I heard that everyone was already there, and I was like getting invited while everyone is there, I may have like been like that's okay and like had my feelings hurt that I wasn't invited before but I thought that it was awesome that she was just like hey like they're throwing me a bone and I'm gonna take it and she went like I think that is being an awesome sport yeah you also get paid for filming yeah it's in her best interest to show up but yeah I know it would have been hard walking into remember that was a 90210 episode yes when they invited the the mean girl that was like Kelly's mentor and then yeah. they all, and she made fun of them. Like Kelly opened up about being raped, and then they found out the mentor girl had an eating disorder. And yeah, it was kind of like that. Yeah, <laughs> it was. So they flash over to Vegas, and they're at a nightclub. And Peter is telling girls that he is a Chippendales dancer. And then he said he's bombed because he's like, uh, he's not cheating, but that he could very easily so it, it must mean something this relationship because he could easily cheat and he's not now I think it's good like I think it's believable when he's going with the Chippendales uh, <laughs> story yeah he's got, he's got that vibe oh totally <laughs> so yeah, I thought so too so, um yeah I, I don't know I I just felt like it was it was awkward. It felt awkward. They looked awkward in the club because yeah, they couldn't do anything and they probably could like it was just it was weird and it kind of just like knocked home the point that maybe it isn't, you know, boys trips are over because when you go to a club like that, that's what happens, you know? Yeah. So then they find out that Lala comes over and Jack's like literally seems turned on by the fact that Lala's there? Lala Lala? Totally. So they all, all the girls start making out, and Shay is filming it, and the guys are seeing it, and they're all freaking out. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I feel like Jax really enjoyed it, and then he, like, you could tell he started getting frustrated. You know, he was like, well, "This Lala's there." Yeah, totally. Um, but interesting, they did not invite Brittany. Yes, I noticed that too. Poor Brittany. She Maybe was prob- she's gone back. Yeah. So, um, to make the girls, uh, to answer the girls, you know, kissing videos that they sent, the boys decided to do a kissing scene themselves. To which Jax replies, "Ew." Well, I'm with them on that. <laughs> I. Don't know. I- Picture seeing Jack, although I'm sh- sure he has, and there's nothing wrong with it. But 
I just don't like picturing Jax kiss anyone, really. But yeah, the the Toms, I mean, we see that so much, but this is really the precursor for all that. It's probably where it all started, huh? Yeah, I think so. Um, uh, and then I also liked that uh, when the video comes to the to the phone, Ariana says that that Jax is probably um, turned on, and uh, about the boys kissing, not them. You know what I mean? Like, I, <laughs> yeah, like there there is something about the way that Jax is like it. It's like oh, Jax, just... he's afraid he's gonna like it, so yes. he has to double down. And like he literally, Adro. like he he literally turned away to not see it. You know what I mean? Like it was like ooh, okay, yeah, because he knows he's afraid he'd get a little chub. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what I mean by ew. It's not ew that the guys are kissing. It's ew that what's going on in Jax's brain. I yeah. Because he's so deviant, you know, and he thinks, it's bad. It's bad that I like this. Ooh, I like being bad. Ah, I can just hear the whole little double ew. dialogue in his head. Ew. <laughs> ew, ew, ew. You're right. He loves to be bad. Yeah. Oh, man. So then Schwartz is so hammered. Peter has to carry him out of the club. Wait, Schwartz? Yeah. Which sloppy, sloppy drunk Schwartz. Poor Peter, it's his birthday, and it's my birthday, and I have to carry out your drunks. You know? Yeah. Um, Sandoval spoofs Stassi with a crown, and he's like, it's my fucking birthday. That was funny. Yeah. And, um, yeah, then they go, and they go back to the room, and then Sandoval's like, this is ridiculous. Let's have one last rodeo, dude. Come on, let's not waste waste our last moments. So then they all decide to go back out again, and then we see that's what leads into the bacon a Bubba tattoos next week. Yes. So, yeah, I'd like to get a status on the bacon a. See what that looks like now. I think he stopped with the laser removal, so now it's like a faded bacon a. Ooh. <laughs> but oh, yeah, yeah so I had a good episode and like at first I my my I was like that was kind of boring and like they kind of like repeated the themes but um it was actually good and like once you relate it back to like where we are in the season like I I, I felt like we needed that one little yeah little relief yeah so what so, else happens next week so we have the obviously the tattoos but then what else? Um, I felt like next week looked really good. Let's see what's happening. Oh, while you're doing that, I finished I Want to Be a Hilton. You guys, we stopped talking about it because we didn't seem like you guys were really watching it. So we don't want to waste your time. But I did have to know who won because I had had my favorites and I had had my predictions. And I was right. And I, I had a feeling Jack K was one of the ones but I also have to be honest and be like look I did watch the show granted it was 15 16 years ago so maybe you know my subconscious knew that she got in the top top two but I'm happy to announce that my favorite person Jarrett won the whole thing oh yay and he was so he was so sweet and so like just appreciative you know yeah so and they had his mom there so I don't know. It was a good little episode. I skipped a couple, you know, when the others were eliminated because I just decided to be like a reality Steve and jump to the end and spoiler alert myself because um, I didn't want to watch that much TV. I just wanted to find out. But they, there was one episode looked good where they 
had to uh, address paparazzi and questions on the spot. And I think that's when a lot of people went home. But anyways, that's who won the favorite. Things do work out. Nice nice guys don't finish last. Jarrett won. Nice. And I wonder, like, I got to look him up because what he won was 200000 in spending cash, an apartment in New York City for a year, like all expenses paid trip I think to Europe like did he do all that did he live in New York for a year because he was such a country boy I don't know yeah curious to see what happened to him anyways okay so next week um, the episode is called what happened in Vegas and it says Sandoval and Schwartz learn that not all that happens in Vegas stays in Vegas when they surprise their girlfriends with shocking news from their trip Kristen returns to Sir and apologizes to Ariana, but Ariana is not ready to forgive and forget. Sandoval and Ariana take the stage at the improv. James tries to sabotage Jax's love life, and a visit from Sandoval's mom sheds light on his pre-Sir life. Oh, yeah, I don't think I'm going to like this episode. I, I remember exactly Kristen, like, Ariana was working in the back, and Kristen, like, stomps through and... and beelines for her and and ariana really didn't accept her apology i remember that scene and then the improv that's when she does the diary thing yeah 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 oh my gosh i i literally like remember this like where i was during this season when it actually aired like it's crazy (laughs) where were you when the diary scene aired of (laughs) season four that's oh my gosh (laughs) i know (laughs) well on 9-11 and the day ariana got up on (laughs) yeah well i mean no shame own it (laughs) yeah We'll, we'll own it so we'll still watch and um yeah maybe even do two i don't know yeah um Oh, I guess we should watch. Well, actually, that's good because if it's not that great of an episode, we also have some other things we're working on that we're going to try have ready for our live podcast in a few days. So, yes, yes. Um, just to make that podcast more interesting. And yeah, that's it. Sounds good. I'm going to get to work on that stuff right now. Me too. All right. Okay. Talk to you guys later. Okay. Bye.